Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Well, we're live, and I'm really glad to be with you. I wish it was under better circumstances. I really wasn't going to do this tonight, but uh, this morning when I woke up and saw how things are playing out in the Middle East, I didn't think I really had a choice. Um, things are really bad. And I'm going to walk you through a series of things here today, and I'm hoping I really have your attention because we've got to prep for the worst domestically. We've got, and I'm talking about your personal safety. We've got to prep for things long-term. And I mean, if you haven't started, You know, it's probably too late to be fully prepped, but whatever you can do will buy you time. And you need to do this now. We also need to talk about where things are going. And there's some things you may not have any control over. I sat in on a briefing today. um, I'll just say with people who understand nuclear war. And I'll share with you what I discovered generally. And I thought I was pretty up to date. I wasn't prepared for what I saw. And this uh, video was privately produced for private uh, audience. I was lucky enough to be, I guess I call it luck, lucky enough to be called in to to see this. And I'm going to share all that with you. First of all, let's talk about some short-term preparation. You're going to need to have food, water, guns and ammo for protection because things are going to go to hell in a handbasket if this spins out of control. And we're on the path to World War III, and I will lay that out for you in just a moment. But I want to make sure that you um, understand that you've got to have these basic essentials. Natural medicine, uh, I mean, well, actually, natural substances that take the place of medicine. And uh, I always send people over to Health Masters. I've got a personal account there. You can use my coupon code. They won't care. It's uh, 5-F-I-V-E. And they'll talk to you about it. Okay, I take this. What's the equivalent? Health Masters is the best in the nation, which is why I deal with them. Uh, the owner, Ted Brower, has been a friend of mine, gosh, I don't know, 15, 20 years. It's been crazy. But anyway, um, you really got to do this now. Uh, We can help you with the food and water in the description box. I've got everything you need there. There are sales available, the water filtration that you're going to need if you have to scavenge water. Um, There's limited supplies, and they're limiting you to one purchase per family. But if you feel, hey, we need to have two or three, um, I would just say 
spouses use your own credit cards. Okay. That's, but, but I would tell you, they're putting a limit of one per. And when you go to their site, waterwithdave.com, you're going to see it. Okay. And the food, you can buy as much as you can get. I will tell you this though. You better, well, they've got a great sale on the three month emergency kit. Uh, I would buy in three month increments because the deal is so good. You'll save money. So I'd buy three months, three months, three months, three months. And people will ask me, how much do you need? I'll go, I don't know. I'm being perfectly honest with you. I wish I could tell you. I really, really do not know. So what I'm telling you right now is that, um, well, let me just give you, go to preparewithdave.com for the food. But what I'm telling you is there's no time to mess around now. As of four hours ago, things got very serious in the Middle East when Syria launched a missile attack upon the Golan Heights, which is under uh, Israel's control. But let's back up a little bit. I raised some questions yesterday, and I've talked about it to the day. Now I'm going to start making definitive statements. I published on YouTube, I showed a um, former IDF sergeant. She was in logistics security for the Gaza border in the war of 2014. And she said, there's no way we didn't see it coming. She said, if a goat approached the fence, she said, they'd wake me up out of sleep to evaluate. And she said, uh, 400 men and tractors, no way they missed it. And I was on the John Moore show this morning with Stephen Benoon, you know, Stephen's ex-CIA and Stephen's uh, in tight with Israeli people. And he's lived in Israel twice. And um, Stephen was troubled by the lack of security. He said, this should not be happening. And I'm paraphrasing, but that's effectively what he said. And there's many others that have raised the question. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to talk about technology that's 30 years old. You're being lied to, America that this was a sneak attack. It was an attack. It was an attack. But it was nothing sneaky about it. We have satellites in space that could read 30 years ago the encryption on a dime through a rainstorm from 100 miles up. They can lift your retinal scan. They can tell who you are from that. They can lift your fingerprints. They, and this is all with massive amounts of clouds. They can do this. So you can't tell me that the Gaza Strip is not under surveillance. Of course it is. And we can surveil every inch of this planet. We can go two miles beneath the earth. And that's 1997 patents published by Nick Begich in his book, Angels Don't Play This Harp, H-A-A-R-P. This is old technology. Can you imagine what they can do today? And we didn't see this mass attack coming. I'm not buying it. At first, I wondered if Biden just let it happen uh, Um, have a distraction for America to get there and support Israel, knowing what Israel's reaction would be. Now, I can tell you why I think Netanyahu might do this. You know, they can't allow Iran to become nuclear because their leaders are insane. They're literally insane. The, um, I forget the name of them, Mullahs, they, uh, they want to live in the end times. They've expressed this. Glenn Beck covered it, uh, Tucker covered it. Um, this is not a secret. They openly talk about, well, they hope this is the end times, and they they, they want Armageddon. Um, you get a nuclear Iran, and this is why I went nuts when Biden gave $6 billion. Two reasons why. It takes $5 billion to rebuild Lahaina to its original state. But BlackRock doesn't want that, so that money goes to Iran. And do you think there's any correlation between two to three weeks ago, Iran gets $6 billion 
And now they're being accused of funding this operation by the Wall Street Journal and CNN. Come on. You know, I've been in this business long enough being raised by a naval intelligence officer. I can tell you, there are no coincidences. There are no coincidences. Um, I understand why Israel did what they did. Um, I saw today, it's even hard to talk about. I was on Twitter. I got, got sent a, a tweet. It was from the occupied area on the Israel side of the Gaza Strip. And uh, two Palestinians in camo and automatic weapons are there. And they were pulling stuff out of a car. And before long, they were pulling two dead bodies out of a car they presumably had shot. We didn't see the shooting. And they got in the car and drove off and left the dead bodies on the street. Both men unarmed. And both of them had a cooler, probably on the way to work at a construction site. From what I saw, that would have been my guess. Totally caught off guard. Um, I know the stories are out there about the atrocities to babies. Uh, I I saw something they tried to say, this is what it is. I, I wasn't convinced. I couldn't see it. It was like Lahaina school buses on some mythical base on Maui. Couldn't tell what it was. But I will say this very clearly, that the, uh, I'll just bring it home. This event was contrived, but it has spread out of control. Okay, here's the danger points. Syria is now involved. If the IDF moves to crush Syria when they're done with Hamas, and there'll probably be 300,000 troops in Gaza tomorrow. Once that's over, and that'll be over fairly quickly, except for lingering terrorist activity, are they going to turn their attention on Syria? I would say yes. Russia will not intervene for Syria. If they were going to do that, they probably would have done that in 2014 when Obama was trying to start the same kind of war with Russia that we tried in Ukraine that we're going to try to do again. What will bring Russia into and what will cause this to become very, very serious? A threat to Iran. And here's why. Russia, you know, was kicked out of the swift economic system and they went... Basically, they're digital. The ruble is now pretty much digital. But the important thing about the ruble to know is it's backed by gold. Russia really started the dominoes falling with getting nations into the BRICS movement. Now, it's been around for a long time. Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. It's now 42 nations. The main driver for product other than gold is Iran. And the product is oil. And Russia is, hasn't built up this vast brick empire with the notion that the U.S. and Israel are going to take it down. They won't take it down without a fight. And Russia has been, I think Russia knew this attack was coming. In fact, would it surprise me to find out that Russia was also a part of this? No. 
the Taliban? No, we left $85 billion of military equipment behind. I think it's reasonable to assume they were involved. And also we know the Taliban, according to our own mainstream media, has asked Iran for permission to cross their land and attack Israel. So um, do I think Russia was involved? Yeah, and I got accused this morning of uh, making excuses for Putin. Uh-uh. Here is my point. Putin's a thug. His governments are a bunch of thugs. They kill journalists that don't agree with them. Uh, their people have the freedoms the government grants them when they feel like, kind of like what we're becoming. <clears throat> and I would say that I would never live under Putin. I would eat beets in Chinle, Arizona before I would do that. But Russia has been provoked this entire time. They attacked Ukraine. And I understand some of their concerns, but the brutality and the murderous intent of which they carried out that operation, the absolute slaughter of civilians that they had control over, is inexcusable. And Putin did commit war crimes. To sound like I'm defending him? But at every step of the way, Biden has provoked Putin. Where was the, can we sit down and talk about this? How about we go to the uh, UN and have uh, in closed door meeting National Security Council talk to both of you guys so we don't end up in the Third World War? Did you hear any of that? No. What I heard from this reprobate, immoral, dementia-laden president that we have, I kept hearing, oh, we're not sending the M1 tanks. We sent the M1 tanks. Oh, we're not going to send the F-16s. We sent the F-16s. I mean, this man has lied every step of the way. There has been no intent on the part of Biden to de-escalate because his mission is to start a war, a world war involving Russia. And uh, he is a stooge and a puppet of international interests that want to bring this country down. And can you not argue with the oil crisis he's put us in? And you'll be lucky if you have gas to put in your car by Christmas. I'm not predicting it, but I can see the path to that. And it's all because of Biden and his energy policies. You know, he says, oh, I want to save the climate and the planet and all that. And then he turns around and he's provoking nuclear war. Gee, which is worse? Fossil fuel burning cars or nuclear missiles going intercontinental? This man's a war criminal. And I hope someday some court deals with him and his administration for what they are. Now, as far as going into the situation currently, as I have established a case for provocation and absolutely a lack of attempt to de-escalate. Okay, in fact, actually Bennett, who was the prime minister between Netanyahu's two terms, he came out and he publicly said, this is on video, he said, I had pretty much a ceasefire negotiated between Russia and Zelensky, and the only special deal out of the ordinary was Zelensky's safety had to be guaranteed by Putin. And Biden goes to Zelensky and says, you better hope it works because we will not support you if it does not. No attempt at de-escalation. Biden is a warmonger of the worst type, and he will stand at Judgment Day next to the other warmongers who have to account for their crimes. But this is where this gets really serious. The key chess piece in this whole situation 
is what happens in Iran. Now, we do have a plan. And a year ago, I couldn't have talked about this. I can talk about it today. I've talked to someone courtesy of uh, Doug Thornton, who was operationally trained in Operation Nitro Zeus. People are misusing that term out there who have no idea what We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time what they're talking about and i will lay it out for you here very very clearly this is an operation a joint operation between the special forces of both israel and the united states they go in under air cover obviously in the dead of night and they attack anything that could be turned into a nuclear facility to destroy nuclear storage, wherever they have the uranium, it would be a mass attack in whatever, how many locations they need. The problem is, is the estimated casualty rate for the special forces is put at 80%. In fact, uh, Doug and I are doing an interview together. We do the Doug and Dave Intel report. And we're going to be covering Operation Nitro Zeus in a little bit more detail. Now, that is a low-level interdiction into Iran, and I think Putin could not justify a nuclear war on that basis, but he may not feel at this point he needs justification. So on to the video that I got showed today. 
I don't care where you're at in America, you'd have a hard time saying you're safe. Russia can overwhelm our SDI, our defense system. And their first set of targets would be whatever communicates with the submarines and with satellites in space, okay? Uh, They would go after our command and control centers, and there's about 30 of those. They would take out the Pentagon, uh, and and that would take out uh, the White House because they're only two miles apart. And we're talking their big nuclear missiles now, not the tacticals. And then they'd have a decision to make. Once they neutralized our nuclear forces by going to Maelstrom Air Force Base, blowing that up, Cheyenne Mountain, NORAD, blowing that up, and just an example of those things, now they have a choice to make. Will they target high-level civilian centers? And the thinking is they'd be stupid not to. And the reason that they would not hesitate to go after civilians is because if there was then, when the nuclear missiles are expended, there could be a conventional war. Every civilian, particularly males, they leave alive, are males they might have to fight on the battlefield at a future date. And so then they would begin, I believe, to exterminate, from what I saw in this video, and I do agree with the premise, they would begin to exterminate population centers. New York, Chicago, L.A. would be primary targets. But then, of course, Denver, Phoenix, Houston, you get the idea. This would basically cover most areas. Now, you're thinking, well, Dave, I live in flyover country. Good, nice area, good people. Some of the last bastion of American freedom and uh uh, shall we say, spiritual and moral behavior located in flyover country. The problem is, is we have put missile, SAM missile batteries there. We have put Patriot missile batteries there, and they would be targeted in the first strike. So I saw Warren Air Force Base in the um, tentacles to these portable missile develop, uh, areas. They'd all be hit by nukes, first strike. That's flyover country, a lot of it. Then the radiation gets into the water. Now you couldn't drink the water. This would eventually flow into the Mississippi. You'd lose drinking water. This is how serious it can get very quickly. Crops would die. They'd be poisoned. You eat them, you'd be eating radiation. I won't get into the details about blast zones and this and that and when you vaporize and uh, the radiation will kill you within 24 to 48 hours or two weeks, depending on where you're located and what the prevailing winds are. But uh, this isn't something that people should look at as a survival event. The one scenario I watched, and I watched three scenarios, the one I thought was most likely killed 265 million Americans. Now, of course, we would strike back at Russia, but there's a difference between Russia and America. We do nothing for civilian defense. You've heard me say this if you followed me. We do nothing for civilian defense. Zero, nada, zippo. We used to. We used to have the drills, the old Conrad drills. Not anymore. 
The Russians just got done with their drill on October 3rd, a nationwide 11 time zone drill. Millions participated. They have worked on maximizing civilian death. So I also got taken to task today because I said Putin cares more about his people than Biden cares about his. I don't need to go any further than the example I just told you about to show you that I'm correct. So the Russians are preparing to survive what they're going to perpetrate to us. Now, they have a problem because we will retaliate and we will have, well, our base in Germany would probably give us about 20 to 25 minutes warning. We might have that much. But if they enact their submarines, we're not able to interdict them with our own submarine fleet or space-based weapons designed for one of those purposes is to interdict submarines. Yeah, we might have three minutes. It's enough to launch. And then, of course, Russia would get hit by our nuclear submarine fleet. But would I be surprised if someone in this administration didn't give the launch code so they could be jammed or the geographic locations of many of the submarines by someone inside this administration to our enemies? And we're not even including the Chinese factor. I haven't got there yet. We're going to, if Iran is attacked and it significantly pisses Putin off, I believe he will launch on the United States. You may recall that he was indirectly by Hillary Clinton in debate number two of 2016 with Trump. Hillary Clinton said, if I'm president, we'll have a no-fly zone over Syria, meaning we'll shoot down Russian aircraft that are there. The Americans and the Russians used to fly by each other. They weren't shooting at each other. But they, she would have changed that. Putin said when Trump was elected, it's a good thing because if Hillary was elected, I would have launched a first strike. Some of you may remember that. What a mess we are in. Let's take this to domestic now. Marjorie Taylor Greene put out a tweet today. And uh, it was a good one. And her numbers were low. We have 1.5 million have come in the last several months, uh, these illegal immigrants. And if only 1% are terrorists, that's 15,000. You know, I think that number probably is 100,000. And we have PLA tattooed Chinese crossing our border as we speak. I have two sources in the Border Patrol. Uh, I'm not the only one that does. Paul Preston has this information. Doug Thornton has this information. Um, and I showed video, and I played it on YouTube, but week or eight days ago of uh, men marching in a straight line, no women. They were lightly uh, geared. They had just little satchels over their, uh, over their uh, neck, carrying it front carry, and they were marching in a straight line. And it looked like a military outfit. It wasn't a horde mass of immigrants like you usually see where they're here, there, and everywhere. This is what's coming into our country. This is what's coming into our country. And during the Antifa riots in Portland, and I was – uh, talking to Doug about this every day. He was in Portland as the supervisor for DHS. And in, during his tenure up there, they caught, or they just, our government discovered three weapons caches. You may recall this. Oh, is Antifa going to get this serious? And I looked at this and go, that's not Antifa. Antifa is about throwing incendiaries, Molotov cocktails, right? Bags of urine trying to light police on fire. That's what Antifa is about. Weapons caches is not their thing. And so um, Doug calls me one night and he says, uh, 
sorry for calling you so late, but I was talking to my wife. It was probably about midnight my time. He goes, you know what those weapon caches are for? And I said, yeah, I think I do. China. China. They're located in the United States. They're located in the United States. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, her analogy is correct. If just 1% with the low-end estimate, 15,000. This is this is an unmanageable situation. I'm interviewing someone who works with the government. His job is to have the grid not taken down. And you know what he's going to tell me? I already know because I looked up his stuff. He's going to tell me that the grid components are made from China and they have backdoor. And what we should really be worried about if that's not enough to worry about what I've covered in those two areas, there is a third theater of war we need to worry about. We have the domestic and we have the Middle East. But there's a third one. We have very little oil. Strategic oil reserves have either run out or they're close to it. Biden is shutting down production left and right. Saudi Arabia is getting pressure, and this is part of this deal in the Middle East, is about putting pressure on Saudi Arabia not to sell oil to Europe and the United States. Where are we going to get the oil? And our military spread out. Who do you think might take advantage of that? Does anything come to mind? Have they ever announced hostile intentions towards the United States, they being China? Their last four defense ministers have said, basically, and I'll paraphrase to combine all their comments, we need to occupy the United States for the natural resources. We can't survive without doing that, and we're not going to cohabitate. Read between the lines. And some of them, like Wee Fang, went even more explicit and said how they're going to rid the country of Americans. The only thing to be decided is what they were going to do with the 14 million Chinese. We've all published this. John Moore, the late Paul Martin, myself, Paul, Paul Preston. We've all published this. There's no doubt as to the authenticity. And then the threats that they make on a routine basis just parallel what they tell us. They want us to be gone. They want our stuff. But they have to wait until we're weak. And you're saying, Dave, wouldn't submarines at least hit China in the worst case scenario with Russia? And if we were decimated in war, yeah, we probably would. They don't care. They'd be in their safe hideaways. Do you think the Chinese care about their population any more than Joe Biden cares about us? No, of course not. So now we need to worry about the Chinese factor. So there's a confluence of events right now coming together. And I can't tell you which way this is going to go. I have said this today. I was out in my backyard and I said, dear God, please restore peace to this planet. That may be the only option we have, except I would highly recommend in the event you could survive a first strike and a second strike, and you were a survivor, you darn well better have storable food, because it ain't going to come from the ground if we get nuked. And you better have lots of storable water. And you can scavenge water, (laughs) but, you know, like I said, when you go nuke, And that stuff gets up in the atmosphere. Now it gets into your weather cycle. Now it's raining radiation. So you say, I'll trap rainwater. 
I, I really don't have much to add to this except um, when I was a junior in college, I took an intercession class on natural disasters and other emergencies. And um, I got to go to all these facilities, NORAD and um, underground facilities and stuff. I'm nothing classified, I'm sure, but it was the best class I ever took. Um, I saw there how quickly things can unravel. And we're at the unraveling point. 1962, we were at the raveling, unraveling point. 1961, we were at the unraveling point. John Kennedy saved uh, our parents and our grandparents' butts. And for standing up to Russia and wanting to cut back on nuclear weapons, he paid a big price. But nonetheless, we've been here before, but we have never been in this position we're in today where there are so many variables that could go wrong and anything that goes wrong could lead to a major war. So anyway, if you haven't heard before we close, I will ask you if you have anything uh, anything to add. Um, Crusher says America's Babylon, the great... Uh, in Revelation 18, you know, I, I, I got to tell you, I know that's possible. I pray it's not true. I want to be in denial because I don't want to believe it. But I, a lot of my friends, Christian faith, say the same thing. Israel's a beacon of freedom in the Middle East. Yeah, but I think they knew what was coming. And then Yahoo let it happen so he could react. That's what the evidence is starting to add up to. Now, can I be absolutely sure? No. But I do agree that we need Israel. They're our first uh, line of resistance. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. They always have been. Uh, the Bible is very kind in terms of what the, the Lord says about the nation of Israel. So to the Jew haters, not that we have any here, I would say be careful because your views are not biblical. Yeah, I had someone one time wanted me to, well, I'm going to publish your article, so I didn't even ask him to. You have to write something negative about the Jewish New World Order. And I said, you know, I know Jews that don't even know what the New World Order is. So, no, I'm not doing that. And, uh, yeah, it's not the time for divide and conquer. Babylon is not destroyed until Jesus rides in. I hope you're right. And I've read different things on that, too. Um, you know you know how I deal with the things like the rapture and this and that and the other uh, in my faith? Some of it I, I really don't know. And I'm reasonably well-educated, and I can decipher the printed word. But some of it I'm not sure about. And I just say this. I just have faith that the Lord's going to do what he's going to do. And I just need to. He commands me to stand up in the face of evil. That is my direct command from him, for me personally, but it's also what he tells all Christians to do, is to stand in the gap and protect, like our children. 
Um, getting some good comments here. Nostradamus, the third Antichrist. Yeah, he, he, people laugh at that stuff, but I will tell you that I've actually done YouTube on this. Um, there is something to psychic ability. It's been tested, and here's what we can say. We can't really define the power, but we can just say some people can do things beyond the laws of probability. That's about as far as you can go as a researcher. But I don't discount this. Um, the superpowers have other means and ways of conflict before they use nukes. Not Iran. And if Putin feels that his dreams to revive the Soviet empire are going to go up in flames, he wants his legacy. I don't trust what he'll do. And if you think you can trust Biden, think again. I mean, do you realize we got a man who's got his finger on the nuclear button who can't even find his way out of the damn room he's in? Boy, I'll tell you, you guys are awesome. I, I, I just, I love this group. I really do. Um, we've got a great quote in here from Daniel's Wall 10, when the time increased knowledge and many traveling. Yeah, and also, too, the sins of the leaders will be revealed, end times. Guys, isn't that what we're going through right now? I mean, I've said this many times to my friends and colleagues in this business. And it surprises people that a lot of us, you know, who work independently, they think, oh, we're competitors like the mainstream media. Actually, for the most part, we're not. We're cooperators with each other. Uh, we give each other information. I mean, um, Sarah Westall will call me up and say, Dave, I just interviewed this great guest. He'd be terrific for your show. It's up your alley. That's what we do a lot of here. Um, and, and you know what we all say? This is what we all say. When we got into this business, we had to work to get real information. We had to do real investigative reporting, something that's missing from the mainstream media. Uh, and my research skills were really challenged. Today, this stuff just lands in my lap, and I get up every morning, and I spend about 90 minutes filtering through what I want to communicate to my audience that day, what I feel is most necessary, and, and it just lands in my lap. Now, sometimes I got to go research, you know, the stuff I told you about BlackRock in the past. Uh, I found BlackRock everywhere in Maui, and I just said, I want to know more. And then that's when I started finding out the other things I've shared with you. So, yeah, there still is room for research, but just incredible how easy this stuff lands on your lap. Um, Jennifer, help me with the Samson option, okay? Give me a little description right here. And Watchman, thanks for the video there. I will check that out in the morning. Um, yeah, to RTW Rex status, Dave, this is scary. I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. What you guys are saying. Um, I I want to die in my bed. Um, I don't know. Maybe watching the Phoenix Suns finally win an NBA championship, and I'm just pulling something out of the thin air. Um, my wife said when I first met her, yeah, my idea of dying is in bed, drinking my tea and watching my favorite TV show. You know, we all want to go out that way, but I don't know if we're going to have that choice. I don't want to live in the end times personally, but if I'm called to do whatever I'm supposed to do in this time, that's what I got to do. But it's not what I want. And this is scary. Yes, it is. Because look at 
a lot of us here, we have kids. Some of you have grandkids. We don't want them to go through this crap. Our instinct is to protect our children. We're not the weirdos in society. We want kids. And I don't know that we can protect them from this. Uh, I would say, I'm telling you, I feel it from the bottom of my heart. I felt compelled to tell you tonight. You got to prep. And I had an event today, too. I was sitting out in the patio, and I was taking a break. It was really a nice day today out where we live. We're about 10 degrees cooler than Phoenix, where we live. And uh, so it was about 90 degrees. And that's, for us, a nice day. And all of a sudden, the wind in the clear sky, the wind just starts going, like 20, 30-mile-an-hour gusts. And I just felt in my heart, I was being told, the winds are here. Yeah, Lord speaks to people in burning bushes. He might send a wind direction my way too. But I just felt it in my heart. I said, our planet's never going to be the same. There's only one thing that remains the same, and that goes back to my spiritual values. Uh, the, the book of Matthew, uh, we're promised that if we don't walk away from God, he will always be with us. And uh, that's the rock I place my security on because it sure as hell can't be on our government. And I grew up as a kid. I trusted my government. You know, I, I felt I'm so glad I live in a country that has a great military. And uh, and we have people that are really good people and really smart people. And that was my youth growing up thinking these things. And I had an appreciation. And it didn't hurt that my dad was military and I got to see that side of it. And uh, so I became super patriotic. The people right now that run our government could not lead their shoes into the closet. Seriously, if they had to coach in sports like I did, they'd be fired after a year because they don't know how to do anything right. And I'm not talking their immorality. I'm talking competence. Pete Buttigieg, have you ever seen such an incompetent boob like him? (laughs) This is hilarious. Um, Yeah. Tamasita Rod, you have an awesome comment there. You said, yes, faith, not fear. Yeah, remember I said where I'm putting my faith? This is fearful stuff. I know that, and I don't like bringing this to you. It's kind of like a coach saying, this team could kick your butt, but here's what we're going to do. And that's what I'm hoping we're going to do here. You need to prep. You need to pray. You need to train. You need to get in better shape. I'm working on it. You need to work on it. You don't know when you're going to be called to have to do physically what you haven't done in years. And don't say, well, that's not me. Do what you can do. If you can walk a mile, okay, that's better than if you lay down and take your beating. So I'm just saying train, prep, and pray, please. Um, Texas Mike is giving good advice here if you're living in a radiation area. And really, every area will be a radiation area because of winds uh, and rain that will come from the skies. Just tape the windows up. That's really good advice. Um, How old are you, Dave? I'm sorry. That's an unlisted number. (laughs) I'm older than I look. How's that? Okay. My wife kindly reminds me of that when I get those rare compliments, okay? Because when you get older, you don't get compliments and how you look like you're used to. Um, and my son reminds me, too, when we go to the gym and I bench press, he goes, Dad, you're pretty strong for a guy your age. That age is going to remain private. Any guesses? Want to do a lottery? 
<laughs> okay. This is show is not about me, though. It's not. It's about us trying to get through something together and sharing information so we know what's going on because we know we can't trust the mainstream media. I was watching some uh, clip reports today on YouTube, and thanks to YouTube for running this stuff because they'll have MSNBC, CNN, and I'll watch maybe a minute, 90 seconds, and I'll go, this is such garbage. It's so insincere, and they're not even good at lying. They're bad liars. Never a day over 37. Hell, Brent Oak says 71. Michael says I'm 52. Well, I could live with either one of those ages as long as they're not my, that's not my IQ. Okay? 64, 70. Shame on you for saying 74. Okay? I know. I left my walker out in the other room. Um <laughs> Okay, enough of the guessing. I'm sorry I asked for that here. I'm getting some ego busting going on right now. And my thanks to Mary Tinder, who often uh, moderates this stuff for me. But uh, thank you very much. Um, I'll give you a clue. I was a youngster when Kennedy was assassinated, and I remember the event. I remember in my elementary school, we got taken into the cafeteria where they showed it on TV. Not the assassination, but the aftermath. Seeing Walter Cronkite. I still remember that. I don't remember a whole lot else but from that age, but I remember that. And I remember the Denver Post of the day. I got home, and I was the first person home today, that day from school. My sister was in high school, and she had an activity. And my, my mom was off shopping, and my dad was at work. And I came home, and the Denver Post was there. And I'm, I'll never forget the headline. It was this big on a paper, this big, and it said JFK assassinated. It was the afternoon paper. Um, yeah, a little older than me when you say that you were in the seventh grade. You know, actually, too, I remember where I was at, too, when we were told to come in, and I was mad. I'm out there. I'm shooting baskets with a soccer ball on an eight-foot rim, thinking I'm really good. And I knew we had about 20 minutes left in lunch. I thought, what did we were coming in? You're cheating me out of my recess. I had no idea what was happening. Anyway, I digress. You're 61 to 65. You're, you're close. Okay. We're narrowing it in. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't in PE, though. It was lunch recreation. And uh, there was a kid older than me, and I think we were playing pig, and I was kicking his butt. And just a young kid. Yeah, I played basketball from the time I was about three. Um, it's interesting to see how people are reminiscing. Um, yeah, and I was in Colorado. I was at North Elementary in Littleton, Colorado. So those of you who are familiar with the Denver metro area, you knew exactly where I was at. My house was across from the Arapaho Fairgrounds, one block from the South Drive-In. Okay? Neither one of those places are there now. They've turned the, the fairgrounds into a park, and the drive-in, I don't know, they've turned into condos, I think. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Someone has me down for 93. Okay. But if I was 93, I'd be a modern miracle because I still run sprints. And I have an M4 tank sled. Those of you who work out know what I'm talking about. I do that every other day. I do 10 laps. It's pretty good. And I'll tell you, it's a killer. It's my hit workout. <laughs> so if I was 93 and could do that, I'd be on YouTube and look at this man here. He's 93 and look at what he can do. Yeah. I hope a lot of us get to live to be 93. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I got to go eat dinner and then we have to go run some errands tonight. 
And let's just hope that the creek doesn't rise and the Russians don't attack. And uh, stay in prayer and make sure you're prepping. God bless all of you. Thank you for joining me tonight. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.